It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank you all, my listeners, for being here again on a, bright and early on a Sunday or uh, listening to me via podcast. Um, today I'm happy to be here and I am happy to have a special guest with me. To my left, I have Mr. Chris Wickman or attorney Chris Wickman, and he's here to tell me or tell us about his commitment to community, uh, his commitment to service, and what Uh, gets him going what makes him passionate about serving the community some of his endeavors with that being said I'll quit I mean I'll quit talking because I'm a talker but I'm gonna hand this over to my guest so he can introduce himself Chris thank you so much for being here today it is a pleasure Giannis, thank you so much for having me. Uh, feel free to call me Chris, as well as all of our listeners. All righty. <laughs> uh, my name is Chris Wickman. I actually grew up in Southeast Michigan, Belleville, Michigan. The joke I always tell is I was close enough to the airport that people could beat me to the gate if I called them when I landed. Oh, wow. Uh, from, from a young age, my family, my mom particularly, was always the community mom. We'd have a house full of kids, and my mom would be right along there with us playing, having fun. Um, so I get some of my my attributes, both positive and some things I need to work on from her. Um, but caring for the community, being a community player, and always giving back has always been something that she kind of focused on. Mm-hmm. So from a young age, I, I started working with, you know, donating platelets and serving in my high school. And then it was, you know, working, but also serving in college and volunteer roles. Um, and it's kind of continued throughout my career something I feel very passionate about is that if you can give something, you should. You have a duty to do so. Um, One thing I consistently do, although during the campaign has been tough because I'm out doing doors every night Mm -hmm. or meetings, is uh, donating with the American Red Cross. I'm up to 51 gallons with them. Awesome. I mean, for okay, 51 gallons. Wait, I'm going to stop you there. So you donate blood. I donate blood platelets now. I did. Now, what's, what's platelets? So platelets is a component of the blood itself. So when you donate blood, whole blood, you know, the 10, 12 minute process, you actually donate multiple different things. So it's and the whole blood includes plasma, mm-hmm. it includes platelets, mm-hmm. and it includes the whole blood. And because of my blood type, AB positive, platelets is actually what they only want from me you're that's very rare blood type right it is and while it's really bad for blood because you have to be ab positive to receive ab positive blood Mm -hmm. it's perfect for platelets because platelets it's the universal platelet donor ah okay so so they would talk to me into doing platelets i don't know probably back at my time at msu and i've been doing it ever since pretty regularly um, I try to go every two weeks during normal years, although this year has been definitely very tough for that. Wow. So 51 gallons. And what 
time frame is that, may I ask? It's each session is usually about between two and three hours, depending on the situation. No, I mean like as far as your oh. that 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 amount, that fifty-one gallon there. Like, how long did it take you to get to that? It's probably been about twenty years that I've been donating. Oh, wow. I started in high school back when I needed parental permission to start oh, donating, wow. and it's continued okay. uh, through different regions even. Okay, so you probably, w w before you came here, you probably didn't know that you'd be talking about blood and platelets, huh? <laughs> donations and whatnot. But that this is, hey, this is the Sunday Chronicle. We talk about that stuff, right? Okay, Absolutely. So, with that being said, I just, I wanted to um, shift a little bit. Um, so, you're currently an attorney. That is correct. Working full time. And, and working full time. You're doing the campaign stuff. That's like another full time job. It is indeed. And so, tell me law tell me why law what what motivated you to to go into a career sure uh, in law yeah so i went to msu as i mentioned and and i wasn't sure if i wanted to go into medicine or i wanted to go into law mm -hmm. i never knew a doctor and i never knew a lawyer okay. um, they were just things that i always understood as people who serve their community mm -hmm. i happened to check pre-law on the msu application and so I arrive at MSU and they're going around the room asking people, you know, what do you want to do with your, you know, law degree? And I became excited by everyone else's stories without even knowing what mine would be. Mm -hmm. um, it just opens up a lot of possibilities. You get to help a lot of people. Um, some of the best moments in my life have been actually helping clients, um, you know, in tough situations. And, and it's been, you know, completely enlightening to me, but also completely fulfilling. Well, that is really good to hear. Um, and so you practice criminal law as well as c civil. Would that be, I mean, excuse me, not civil, but uh, family and criminal, excuse me. Yeah, I'm with the Nichols Law Firm in East Lansing now. So I do largely criminal defense and what I always called related fields. So juvenile criminal uh, defense work is called uh, delinquency work. Mm -hmm. And it's in the family court now assigned by assignment from probate. Um, I've also done uh, abuse and neglect work and I currently do that. And that's often tied to criminal cases. Um, and so I do a bunch of different criminal areas as well as family. But I'd previously done criminal, civil, and family, including custody and divorce. So what's your preference as far as the, the cases that you um, take on? I would say my, my least favorite would probably be civil. Um, the thing I love most about practicing law is actually working with people and helping people and figuring out what makes them tick and helping solve their problems. And I feel like civil to often ends up being about the money mm -hmm. rather than the equity. So I enjoy criminal quite a bit um, because of the equity and trying to figure out um, why my clients in the court and what they need and trying to help them mm -hmm. long before even a judge gets a hold of them. Yeah. More often than not, hopefully on probation or incarceration uh, is a possibility. Uh, and I enjoy that about family related as well. Okay, well that I mean that's good to hear. So tell me a little bit about the the campaign and what this is um so how do you feel differently as far as when you started the campaign leading up to now? I mean besides like, you know, I, I don't know if you feel tired. I don't want to put that on you. But but something as far let's say mentally some some things that you've gained since then sure so i'll just say off the bat i exist in a perpetual state of tired oh. 
Okay, I like that. But nothing, nothing worth doing is easy, and I've said that at many doors when I'm out there in the cold and freezing, cold blowing rain or snow. Right. Um, so this is my first campaign. <laughs> I've never actually run a campaign before, and I think the thing that has been most surprising to me is actually the embrace I've. I've received when I'm talking to people about my beliefs. That's awesome. Because I'm a criminal defense attorney and, you know, we all get the same question is, how do you do that? How do you represent, you know, people who commit crimes and things like that? And my answer has always been the same. I'm not trying to get help people get away with crime. I'm against crime, same as everybody else. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do is help people and deeply flawed people, as we all are, whose worst decisions end up in court. Um, so the embrace by people that I speak to at doors about my beliefs has been really enlightening. Um, I've also been really uh, happy with the people who've kind of come out the woodwork. Um, you know, I have an aunt and uncle who've come from out of town to help gather signatures or drive an hour to, to be at a fundraiser. Or, you know, I have friends who I, I see, you know, a handful of times a year who have really stepped up. And one of my closest friends is there, you know, no matter what, no matter when I need him. Um, you know, his wife and his, his daughter have been really great about loaning him to me. Oh. Uh, and I'll owe him some more dinners. We went to the MSU game uh, last week, which was the perfect game to go to. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I definitely am. The support has definitely been the most positive thing um, from the public and friends and family. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and so I was looking at, I don't know if it was an ad or a post you made. It was funny. Uh I believe it was your post about anybody can knock doors and sunny weather. And it was that you that that was you. Right? I, I believe so. I've done yeah. one of those. And there's been a few <laughs> candidates who I follow who've also had the same experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I, I really want to commend you on on that, because this is not an easy thing to do. Right. You are putting your life out there and, you know, you have um, you've allowed people in your space. Right. Absolutely. And and this is a countywide race and, and you're knocking doors countywide. And so I just want to say hats off to you to do uh, such a huge thing. And many don't get an opportunity to see behind the scenes and how much a, a campaign entails and the, the moving parts to it. So um, it was important that I have you here on the show to talk about your experiences, not only as a candidate, but your experiences as, as an attorney and who you really are. I, I think that's important for people to know because we have the forums, right? We have the articles and the billboards and the flyers right but here you have the opportunity to really um give people a part of you and and show them the best side of you and elaborate on that so that's why i i just i love to have candidates on here when i can and and so they can really see a deeper look inside uh the candidate and make a very informed decision for themselves right so again, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And so um, with that being said, we're going to take a short break.
But when we come back, I want to hear a little bit more about your commitment to service and, you know, maybe a little bit about some of the things you like to do to have some fun. You know, when, when you know, after the campaign's over, when you actually have a little bit of time and stuff, I, I want to hear about the fun stuff. With that being said, we're going to go to a break, but I want to remind my listeners that you are listening to the Sunday Chronicle heard every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. on Stacks 921 FM. This is a pleasure platform for the community because community knows what community needs. We'll be back after this. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go. Welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Thank you for hanging in there. All of my guests, I want to thank you for being here today and thank my guests for being here. Attorney Chris Wickman, he is running for a judicial seat in Ingham County, 30th, uh, 30th Circuit District 
or no, excuse me. I'm going to let him say it because I get mixed up and everything. But but what are you running for, Chris? <laughs> Tell me what you're running for. <laughs> My life. I, I mean, uh, 30th Circuit Court judicial seat. Yes. So uh, it is Judge Kennedy is retiring um, after a long career and he's not going anywhere. Great He'll man. He'll still, still be our visiting judge for a little bit longer. Okay. Um, right now, it would be a family seat. It was criminal and civil until last week. Okay. Uh, it'll be a family seat for at least a year, and then they'll reevaluate the needs of the court and the community. Okay, so when you say it's a family seat, then the cases that will become before that person in the seat would be like family law, divorces, and those sorts of things? Sure. So everyone thinks of divorce and child custody, which it is of those things, but it's also mm-hmm. adoption. It's also abuse and neglect work, which is a parent is accused of neglecting or abusing their child and ah. trying to get them services or possibly terminate their parental rights, Mm -hmm. as well as juvenile delinquency and a few other different types of cases. How do you separate that? I mean, that's a big thing. And, and, and even just being, you know, as, as an attorney, I mean, that's still like some heavy issues that you deal with, right? Absolutely. And, and I think that separation is necessary to a certain extent, but I also think it's harmful. I've sat with clients when they had their entire life ruined because of a case or because a judge didn't follow the law. And I think it's important to continue to care about what you're doing. So, you know, this is a job that I do not pretend. This job will keep me up at night some Mm -hmm. nights Mm -hmm. about making sure I'm doing the right thing. Absolutely. So I think that that's important. But I also understand that I also didn't put anyone in this predicament. I didn't create a situation. All I can do is deal with the law and the facts in front of me and try to help people um, so that they can live their best lives within the law and do what's appropriate. So what keeps you following that moral compass, so to speak? So I believe in our justice system. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't say that to say that I believe our justice system is always fair or mm-hmm. that our justice system is right. right. I say that we're trending towards fairness. But the only chance we have at fairness is if everybody does their job. Wow. You said trending towards fairness. I like that. I like how you put that. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that the judge has a job to follow the law. Mm-hmm. And the judge can't let their own personal beliefs about any of the parties who are in front of them or as an attorney right now, any beliefs about my client affect how I do my job. Because, you know, I don't, I'm not omnipotent. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not there mm-hmm. all times. I'm not omniscient. I'm not seeing everything. All I can do is follow the law. And if everyone does their job, then we have a better chance of justice than if a judge or anyone else pulls some punches or takes a side. I'm thinking about this this responsibility, and one thing that I hear a lot is uh, people say, well, you know, don't judge me. You know, that's a big thing, you know, judging someone, you know. No, I'm not going to judge you, but you, you know, you're in this, you know, if you win the seat, you're going to be judging people, so to speak. So how do you manage such a responsibility just looking forward so i've always kind of felt like i'm not really judging someone's actions and and judge dragon chuck uh, judge joyce dragon chuck who's herself uncontested in her re-election campaign and will be re-elected mm-hmm. has always said is no i'm not saying you're a bad person i'm saying that these actions were bad okay i always tell my clients is you're not the worst action that you've ever done we've all done things that you know we're not proud of and that were mistakes And the unlucky few are the ones who end up in court because of them. Mm -hmm. So what I would be doing is I would be taking action based on their actions in the past. I'm not judging them as a person. I'm not going to tell them they're horrible. I'm not going to tell them, 
you know, they deserve all kinds of horrible things to them or their family. I mean, that's stuff we've held and we've heard in court, and I don't think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's good that you are making a point to uh, work to, s- to separate that, you know, where it could be a position where one can be judgmental, right? They have that authority to do so. Yeah, in, and I'm required to do so by the law. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to shift a little bit. It was getting a little heavy in here, <laughs> right? So so I want to talk a little bit about you, right? Your background, your your qualifications. Sure. So tell me, and, I, and, and this is the question. I got to ask the question. Why should we vote for you or why should one vote for you, Chris sure. Wigman? So I think my biggest benefit to the seat is my actual experience. I've represented clients in all kinds of different areas. The seat will be criminal, civil, or family going forward. Mm -hmm. And I've represented clients in all of them. I'm familiar with the law. I'm familiar with the rules. But most importantly, I'm familiar with the stakes. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've held clients while they were having their entire life devastated. I've comforted them. I've been there for the happiest and the saddest moments of their life, depending on the client. Um, And I know the weight that this job entails. And I know that a judge has a tremendous power to get it wrong. And I think that my experience, my knowledge, and my dedication to always following the law does uniquely satisfy the requirements of this position because we can't afford to get it wrong. If we get it wrong in family law, either someone is hurt or we're taking kids from their parents or parents away from their children. And you can't undo that damage. I don't care how you appeal. Yeah, that that's huge. I mean, that that is a huge thing. And, and, and moving forward, um, what would you say, um, if you win this seat, what would you do to ensure that the people that come before you are not just a number on the docket? Sure. And I think some of that is acknowledging and believing in people and especially believing in change. I mm-hmm. think it's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always look at it as not everyone has had my experience. I, I, I've been very blessed in life. I have not lived a perfect life, and I have not had a perfect childhood and things like that. But when it comes down to it, I know that many others have had a more difficult thing. They've experienced more things. I always talk about the trauma checklist. You know, how many people in this room have seen a friend die in front of them? Mm-hmm. How many have mm-hmm. had, you know, been afraid from their life related to a shooting? And so I think that some of it is understanding where someone comes from Mm -hmm. and understanding what they're doing and how they're doing because you know this might be a bad situation for one person but this might also be an incredibly improved situation for another Mm -hmm. so I think that um, believing in someone and believing in change and reassuring and saying look I know you've been doing well you've been working on this we had a setback but you can do this and I'm going to believe in you I'm going to give you the tools I'm going to give you the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do better or to make this change in your life for yourself, for your children, for your family, and for us. And so the platform that you're running on, tell me a little bit about your platform. Sure. So, um, like I said, I have experience with criminal, civil, and family. With regards to family, um, you know, I think that some of it is going to be benefiting from my experience. Mm -hmm. I have worked with criminal defense work for a very long time. I'm familiar with uh, that all process, but I'm also familiar with people. I'm familiar with clients who are the victims of abuse, also who are abusers. I'm familiar with um, the services. I'm familiar with spotting mental health. I have, 
I guess over 15 years, 20 years at this point, working with individuals with mental health concerns or other oh. disabilities. And I think that that's important to know the resources and be able to point that out. Oh, that's huge. To to. I think that's huge. Um, that's a huge thing there. Um, just thinking about um, options, right? When when you, there's an outcome or you're, you're, the, a case is being decided upon, having those resources or, or knowing where to direct someone when maybe the actions were due to abuse or a disability or not, you know, being capable to make the decisions deemed as moral, you know, according to the law or, or lawful, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to hear you bring that up, you know, um, but I wanted to, to ask you because it's so much going on, you know, in regards to law, you got all kinds of cases, pretty heavy. I mean, a person like yourself, you got to do something to, to, to let your hair down, right? <laughs> well, if people, have, if people are in the room or, or have seen my picture, there's not much hair to let down anymore. And, but, I'm, uh, and I'm messing with him. And that's why I keep saying that. I think I've said it about three times today and he just, he's getting a kick out of it. So I said, I'm going to do it on, on the air. I'm going to say something about letting his hair down, right? It's funny. Um, but but tell me about what you like to do in your free time. Sure. So my partner is the love of my life. Um, we've been holding off on the wedding and, and everything until after this is done because I've been saving up the money for the campaign because right. uh, it's not cheap. But um, So anything with her is generally pretty positive. I met her actually through my service um, with the State Bar Young Lawyer section. Nice. Um, and I've always been impressed with her. I've never had her phone number and not had her be Superwoman in my phone. Nice. And she will always forever be my superwoman. Uh, so doing anything with her is, is generally going to be something I enjoy. Um, so what we like to do is we enjoy sports, specifically MSU sports. Nice. Uh, she was a bit of a Michigan fan, um, but she now works with MSU College of Law. So. Oh, okay. So you helped to convert her. Okay. That is, <laughs> I, I that is say, power. That is some love right there. I would say me, her <laughs> job, and then she was also a really big fan of Cassius Winston as well. Oh, okay. Uh, she had a tremendous <laughs> respect for him, um, and I knew him through my work. And, okay. And he's an outstanding guy, and I'm glad to see he's doing really well in Germany and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also, so sports we enjoy watching, but also we're big, both big fans of musicals i've seen 52 different musicals live 52 wow and you've seen them live i love musicals i love musical we were talking earlier about wicked (laughs) right and you've seen it how many times i believe it's three times i've seen wicked in broadway once and then i've seen it at wharton twice yeah i've seen it at wharton and i've seen it in broadway and so they both were great experiences but i must say the one on broadway it was phenomenal um i had a chance to sit up high Okay. And see everything, like everything flying around. The, the flying monkeys at yes, eye level. <laughs> yes, I thought it was awesome. So Absolutely. yeah, the, the colors, the the um, songs, it, it was just wonderful. So I could see why you like musicals. So of those that you have seen, what is, I'm not going to say the favorite because that's, that's <laughs> really difficult. What are your top three? I will say my favorite is Come From Away. So it's a human story about the individuals who were on the planes on 9-11 when everything got grounded. People uh-huh. from all over the world who were grounded in Newfoundland. Uh-huh. And this community of, I believe it's 8,000, took in 7,000 strangers, some of whom didn't speak their language. And wow. it's a 
very fast-paced one-act musical and it's about the strength of the human spirit and compassion and love for one another mm -hmm. and it's actually kind of funny because November 8th is the election. Hope everyone goes out and votes, even if you don't vote for me, because um, it's very important to vote. But November 11th, we're going to be in Grand Rapids, my girlfriend and I, um, and we're going to uh, see Come From Away again. We've seen okay. it twice at Wharton today, and we're going to see it out in Grand Rapids for the third time. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to hear that you you know you know how to have a good time. I mean, oh, for yeah. me, musicals are just wonderful. You know, the visual aspect of it, you know, the, the the music and whatnot. It's it's a it's a great time, especially when you get a really good musical, right? And I'd recommend Beetlejuice, which comes this year. You might enjoy oh, that one. Beetlejuice, yeah, that's at Wharton. That's it coming is. up at Wharton. It is, yep. and it's it's very visual and things as well so i would recommend that okay one. i didn't know that, that beetlejuice had a musical <laughs> but i'm looking forward to that i mean i can imagine i just the movie was awesome so we'll see what the uh, musical does absolutely <laughs> so, it's a good one so i mean chris it's been a, an awesome time and, and our unfortunately our time is growing near so uh, we're going to have to close out, but I'm going to have to have you back. We're going to talk some more about musicals and, you know, just different things. I, I, you know, I'd love to get to know different people within the community, all the different knowledge and, and such. So um, with that being said, people, I want to thank you all for being here again with me today either via radio or podcast uh, streaming. I'd like to thank my special guest, attorney Chris Wickman. Thank you for being here, Chris. Thank you for being my guest. I really enjoy having you on the show. Thank you so much, Addison. Thank you so much for everything you do for our community. Oh, it is my pleasure. It is my duty. It's my pleasure. And you are welcome. And um, I want to, again, thank my listeners for coming on back and listening to me. Thank you for your support. And um, I just want to tell you to have a great week and remind you that you are listening to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92 one FM. This is the platform for community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493. 800-668-2493. That's 800-668-2493. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today.